Before the bloodbath begins, slither your way over to the host's socials. For the podcast, slash over to Twitter at the BHO underscore podcast. Instagram, the Baron's Hideout Podcast. Then stab over to Dean's Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce. Listen to the show on your favorite apps and Patreon. Enjoy the sleigh and try to stay alive. For the next period of time, strap in as the hosts rip and tear at the unsuspecting guests, and which to learn their dark secrets and methods of the genre. In this bloodbath, no one gets out alive. This is within the barrens. Hey, I'm Samantha Scafidi, and you're tuning into the Baron Hideout Podcast. Samantha Scafidi of Terrifier fame as Victoria Hayes. Let's get ripped apart together as we talk her career and everything artsy. Samantha, how have you been? Hello. <laughs> I'm, I'm great. I'm super excited to be here. And uh, yeah, I mean, how could I not be after all the success of, of Terrifier? It's been kind of shocking to say the least, but, but how are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing great. Um, Dean... No, he's the one that really, you know, um, spearheaded, I guess, this interview of, you know, meeting you at For the Love of Horror. And he was like, yo, Dustin, I, I, I can get Samantha on the show. She just said, just email her, do it right now. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, so, I, know, I knew you'd already, we'd already, had, <laughs> already had David on and Damien on as well. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'll ask Samantha and see if she'll come on as well. And you were so cool about it. You were like, yeah, just do it. So, yeah, and no, I thank you very much for no, like I said to you guys, it's an honor. Uh, I always feel privileged to be able to, to talk to anyone, but especially about Terrifier. So I'm glad you approached me, and I'm, gl- I'm glad we're doing this. So. Amazing. Was you surprised when over in England? Was you surprised, like, uh, just how? Because you you must have seen like how the English um, fans just absolutely adore that movie. Like. <laughs> crazy about it over there and terrified 2 hadn't even come out at that point yeah. in the uk a lot of a lot of people hadn't even seen it yeah i i was massively shocked but in the best way because i mean there are there are fans here but for some reason in the uk it just felt like like there was a, a real real fan base of a, yeah. like a large fan base and then i i we had our first moment i think when we were coming down i was coming down and meeting damien and david in the in the hotel lobby and it was like the first time that people like recognized kind of me in that way almost immediately yeah. which is a bit of a shock yeah, you're not and then all, when all i was disfigured yeah exactly <laughs> literally i was like how do you even know because yeah. but, but then but damien was there and and all of a sudden this woman who was really sweet we ended up talking to her for a moment she like looked at him and looked at me and then looked at david and she started getting really emotional oh, and wow. i was like and i was like oh wow there's like moments like that where you're like it kind of hits you and it's actually yeah. really touch it's, it's like really touching so yeah it was, it was being in manchester it was kind of surreal yeah. in so many it, ways because it's just it's gone through the roof terrified like I, you know they, they had like live tattoo artists on site tattooing people like art on to people and you know it's just people are crazy for that movie over, over yeah, i mean it wasn't the first mural in manchester like about a couple years ago there was like some mural that was 
pretty it was pretty large. It's like one of the first that had popped up. And this is only after Terrifier. It wasn't even Terrifier so, yeah. two hadn't come out. But there was somewhere in the UK there was a really, really big Art the Clown mural. I think I know of, what you're talking about. Yeah. It rings a bell. I don't know exactly where it is, but that definitely There's somewhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually on Dean's yeah, house. Yeah, you're like, it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, this is this is awesome, you know, and being able to talk to so many people from Terrifier and Terrifier 2. We had we had Lauren on as well, and she was a, mm-hmm. amazing to talk to. Um, She's almost, amazing. Lauren. Almost, yeah, she was she was yeah. great. Um almost got Elliot, but then he had the whole like music thing blow up, so he's been very preoccupied with that. I mean Yeah. He is just accomplishing so much at his age. It's ridiculous. He's like a jack of all trades. I like keep getting shocked by how many things. I, he's like so talented at so many different things. And and like you said, he's super young and super motivated. I'm like, like inspired by him. And he's like yeah. so much younger than me. Yeah, it's I was awesome. like I wasn't even doing half the things he was doing at that age. But, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, and this seeing everybody else do a bunch of other stuff outside of Terrifier. Like when we were talking to... Um, Leah, she's you now doing streaming. She also has her own production company that she's doing stuff with, and she also has her own yeah. podcast. And there's so many creative things happening all around the board, not even just in the Terrifier family, but everywhere now. Yeah. Um, and I kind of want to, you know, take it back as we usually do with all of our guests, is to talk to you about where it all started with you. Um, mm. So was acting something that you? Um, wanted to do at a younger age was it something that just kind of happened or like where did the love of all this kind of begin it's weird because i i I like try to trace it back sometimes i hear people discuss when they like knew whether they were actor or director they they knew that one moment i just always felt like there wasn't a a moment but i was always drawn to Mm -hmm. acting i always was like drawn i loved film growing up watching it with my family but i remember there were just opportunities in which um you know, I, I went to this uh, theater camp in middle school because a teacher had recommended it and said, oh, you might really enjoy it. And so it's called Stage Door Manor and the Catskills. And I went and did that. And that was like kind of my first experience where it kind of like lit me up. And then, but but I wasn't, I don't have family in film and I don't have family in, you know, acting or even in, in filmmaking or any of that process. They're all literally lawyers. So <laughs> I was like literally a family full of lawyers. Um, so when I went to college, I just assumed I had to get a business degree that my dad was like, you're going to you know, university, you need a degree. So I just assumed it was business. But when I was there, there was an opportunity to take an acting class. And so I did. And then when I went to New York City, I ended up saying to my dad, like, you know what, if I don't, become, if I don't get a job in the summer in this program, this con- like the summer intensive, I'll just, I'll quit acting. I'll go straight into business, which was like the most unrealistic idea that I could have ever had that I was going to all of a sudden get a job over the summer because yeah. as we all know acting is a brutal brutal industry uh, it could take years and years to get a job but uh but after that intensive uh my father saw how it lit me up like I had mentioned earlier and was like look if you're gonna if you're gonna be an actor you've got to really go and and get a foundation so he kind of um supported me in in, in putting me into conservatory for two years and that's kind of when I Oh wow! Yeah, so I'm very, I'm very lucky and privileged to have a family who's maybe not necessarily in the industry, but has always supported kind of me in, the, in that broke endeavor. The mold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're they're pretty happy now. They I think they're they're like you know they're they're feeling relief after all these years of uh, of 
because it's been about a decade, but yeah, that I've been yeah. kind of pursuing acting and, and filmmaking. But Terrifier has definitely been a big part of that, which is awesome in yeah. seeing the first one and now seeing you in the second one as well. And most definitely in the third one. Um, very, very excited to see everybody's careers, you know, kind of go off, um, whether it's in, you know, still the Terrifier family or, or not. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for everybody over there. Yeah. And it's just, it's just Something, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's been it's crazy. Some of the, honestly, it's some of the most, I mean, I've been in the industry for a minute and it's some of the most hardworking and passionate people that were on that film. And especially like Damien. I oh, mean, man. like no one deserves it more than he does. I mean, literally killing himself making these films and, and yeah. you know, turning down so many uh, opportunities that weren't right for the project. So, I mean, it's really it's really, it, sorry? I would say it's really paying off for him now, isn't it? Really yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's fine. He's set. But I'll tell you, 20 yeah. years or so that, that he's that idea has lived with him and, and he's just been kind of grinding away at it and believing in himself and pushing through. So he's one of my biggest inspirations. But going back to its success, I mean, even Lauren, like, I remember I did the second film and I was only on two days and I knew they had a kind of grueling shooting experience because it's just, you know, pandemic. They had to take breaks. What should have been like a couple months ended up being three years of filmmaking. But I remember Lauren didn't have to shoot that day, but she came to set anyway and was helping out. Yeah, that's what she was saying when I was talking to her. Yeah. Very dedicated. Oh my God. I, I honestly, I was like that, that girl, she's going to be a massive <laughs> success, but also that woman that is going to be a massive success, but also she deserves it. Cause like, you know, you barely have any days off yourself and you're still on there and you're there and you're helping out and you're, and I really, that really made an impression on me. Yeah. It's so. a, one gigantic family, literally, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. literally. Yeah. Um, you, you also uh, produce and direct yourself don't you um yeah tell tell us a bit about that and how you kind of got into that side of things well funny enough um i actually made three or four years ago a transition fully into directing because um i was when i was first acting i had gone to school and we didn't have a showcase so i didn't get an agent right away so you kind of had to learn how to produce in order to act because a lot of your opportunities were created by yourself at that time so I was like producing to act. And then I realized doing both of those things didn't really help each other out. Like something always suffered, but I enjoyed both in their own right. Yeah. And then as I was producing and working with directors, I started to, I think, start to see things differently in story. And I got excited by some of my own ideas. And, you know, I did a, a little short documentary on the women's March on Washington. And then I did like a, a PSA on domestic violence. And finally I did this music video for this band that I was obsessed with and it got in the hands of one of like the biggest commercial production companies um, kind of in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have, they have, you know, offices in, in the United States, but also in, in London and worldwide. So I, they had kind of called me in and said, we saw this music video, you know, we're interested. And I guess the interview went really well and um, they ended up starting to develop me. And so I've been with them ever since, but that's I, awesome. um, that's kind of the moment I was like, okay, I'm going to, pursue directing because it's it's kind of a really magical uh opportunity to be able to kind of write and and direct and dictate yeah. kind of the stories being told so gives i've been kind of on that super creative. It gives you that chance to be super yeah. creative doesn't it oh yeah Let yeah you... um do you, do you oh my god yeah do you, do you prefer kind of being behind the camera or in front of the camera or do you enjoy both as much as the other or 
it's it's weird it's like um acting it feels like my soul is alive when I'm getting to act because there's a a weird when you can like and it's just sometimes it's just moments but when you tap into that presence mm-hmm. and yeah. you're and you're in that space there's nothing like it it's like a, a high that I never felt before so there is something really beautiful about acting that I I, I still love want to pursue it and still would love to do um you know to act in, in a certain capacity but there is something that I think with directing, especially because I write that to like, there's a process of, you know, self-discovery, but also, yeah. you know, writing yeah. and then, and then seeing it actualize and, and that whole process is really a gift. So I, I love them for different reasons, but I definitely <laughs> have, I'm like, if acting comes in time and, you know, people come to me and say, Hey, we, we see this role for you. Would you want to be on board? Then sure. But directing has definitely been the, the thing that I've been laser focused on you know trying to learn and grow and yeah um, i can't wait so. to see what you produce like this is going to be awesome um seeing all these these things that you i'm sure you have a bunch of ideas of that you want to do and can't wait to see them come to the light <laughs> yeah no i'm excited to share them i literally was in london shooting a psychological horror which I oh thought yes <laughs> so it's a little in the horror genre but but oh yeah so we'll see that will hopefully that will be out next year but <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you a big horror fan have you kind of grown up watching horror or no ironically my family wasn't really horror buffs. We grew up with like, I mean, I grew up on like Godfather and Goodfellas, super, oh, Italian, super, super Italian American family. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but my cousin Vinny, even that. But um, <laughs> I, but but I have really like now I weirdly love horror. I think it's just because I wasn't exposed, so I didn't really yeah understand it. Yeah. Well, especially because of Terrifier and like being at the horror cons and meeting people and hearing their perspectives. But then like even shooting this film recently, I was watching like Rosemary's baby and like, you know, oh, these, yeah. which is just phenomenal. It's like some of the best filmmaking I've ever seen. So I'm like, you know, how did I not know about this? But I also just wasn't really exposed to it. So now it's, I'm starting to really, yeah. really love it and see what's possible in this, in this one genre. That's well, great. Though. I'd love to discover yeah. some of those films for the first time now, you know, as yeah. a, oh my God. Yeah. Gun, you know, even though oh, yeah, they're quite, they're quite dated when you watch them, but you can still really appreciate just like how great they are. Films like The Shining and Oh my God, know, Rosemary's Baby. You know they are real classics, aren't they? Really mm-hmm. Great movies. They and are. That... They are. And just yeah, it's. I mean, I, there's a list. I have a massive list of horror films <laughs> that I, have, yeah. I have to tackle. Yeah. There's so much, and like that's another thing that's so beautiful about the horror genre. Everybody thinks it's like one thing, but it's really not. There's so many like different aspects of, of filming and, and other genres that go into making a horror movie. It's a drama, it's a comedy, it's action. Mm-hmm. It's so many things, and it can be morphed into so many things. And you see that through the Terrifier um, mm-hmm. franchise, really. That, that I guess you can really call it a franchise now, since it's going to be a third one that Damien has already been teasing about. And um, <laughs> it's it's crazy of how much you can do in horror yeah. and how you know, engaging the community is and how friendly they are and loving and supporting of everything you do, whether it's a piece of shit or not, <laughs> you know, like this... some of the nicest fans, I swear to God, which is the crazy thing. I mean, people are, people are pretty brutal. I feel like, especially with the internet days, it's like, yeah. but, but I mean, even like, you know, terrifier, it's blending like, like comedic moments with horrifying <laughs> moments. I mean, even like, like I said, when I was trying to gear up for this film, I had this real appreciation for horror because I'm like, it is one of the most, to me, it's one of the most difficult things I think to direct, like just to, 
to go on that journey and like yeah. really set up to, to build that tension, that, that mindset and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Especially Victoria yeah. Hayes, I mean, what she went through. <laughs> you know, oh my god, I think I think I'm starting to realize that through the reactions of the fans because I just am like, for some reason, when you're in it, especially the first film is hard. Someone was asking me that the other day, and I was like, the first film was, I think, hard because you're trying to like make real you still feel human so you're making real like these yeah you know these these situations like the loss of a sister and that's really difficult but i think now that i have the the mask on like the the prosthetic yeah it you just, can kind of just, it hide just really helps <laughs> it, well i'm just well, exactly i don't have to really go there no but uh i think it also <laughs> just like it, i think and damien had mentioned it once it's like something like takes over me when when he puts the prosthetic on and it, it does that does feel accurate because it feels like somehow for one moment I'm possessed by something and maybe <laughs> it is the spirit of Vicky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how long does it take to put that on? I've got to say that is one of the most terrifying looks ever. Yeah. When you got to the end of the movie. So uh, bad. I, was, I stood he up. He just loves making me look like shit. I'm like, can you please just like give me... <laughs> I don't know why. I'm like, but uh, oh, man. No, it, I, I, I thought Dave, I, I said this to you the other day, and maybe I'm saying it wrong, but if I remember right, I think my makeup takes just as long as David's, if not longer, because I think it's like an hour and a half, two hours, okay. because it's not only just getting the prosthetic on, but I mean, Damien's like an artist, so he's really in there and he's mm. taking his, his time and just perfecting it while he also has a million other things going on that day and directing. But, um, mm-hmm. but it, it takes, I mean, I want to say an hour and a half, the minimum. And then just to take it off, it takes a lot of time. But uh, well, it's not too yeah. bad. Uh, yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't bad when you had two hour days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, or two, two hour days when you had a uh, when you had two days on a shoot. But I'm like, there was if I have to wear that more than like yeah. David who has to wear it, <laughs> like thirty something plus days, I'm gonna probably want to kill myself. But no, it's not bad compared to like stories you hear where people are in that makeup chair for like six to eight hours. Yeah, it's that's like nuts. oh god, no, no, yeah, no. I'm, you do better than me. I can I can't sit still for five minutes. I'm like a the tattooist's worst nightmare. I'm constantly twitching, oh, man. pinching, and yeah. Uh, like, yeah, a makeup artist's worst nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I I mean I definitely it, you get a, I get anxious definitely, and the, you know you're just like okay, is it done? Is it done? Because you just time. I feel like all of our attention spans are just like diminishing anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so like I'm like oh, is it done? And we're only like ten minutes in. So. <laughs> No, I'm curious. Do you have any of the prosthetic pieces, or does Damien have it all? He probably has. Oh it no, all. they kept all that. I remember I, I wanted to rip it off at one point, and they're like, "You cannot rip it off. We need to save this." So I'm going to sell it have... for millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I was like, "Okay, I'm going to have to sit through like an hour of taking this off just to keep it intact." But yeah, they they uh, we like I said on the second one, that prosthetic that I think there was only two times I had to go in and out, so they may only have like two two prosthetics of that, but. That's not too bad. But yeah. Um, so I want to bring you back to the first film and how you kind of got on board for that. So um, how did you find out about this little horror film? Well, it's funny because I straight out of acting school, I had done this, um, this like kind of proof of concept for this ended up becoming a feature film. And uh, it was with one of the actors from the first film, Gino, who was in the pizza scene. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Gino Caparelli. So I'd done a, I'd done like a small little like Italian American gig. And I guess Gino was in the first film and he knew Damien and Damien's like, do you know any, um, any actors? And I, Gino had put my name forth. So uh, I got, I think I got an email from Damien that was like, Hey, we have, uh, uh, I have this film coming up. Can you read the script? Let me know what you think. And, you know, I think at that time, he hadn't yet cast Kath. He hadn't yet cast Catherine, and it was kind of like 
up between those two roles. And I remember reading it and being like, I feel like I identify a lot more with Vicky. <laughs> For some oh, reason, no. also because I, was... <laughs> well, I, I did, I did also feel that way too. Cause I felt like that's Catherine's role is massively difficult to do. I just comedic comedically. And I was very much more of like a identified as a dr- dramatic actress at that time. But, uh, so I had read it and I remember, and I had said this and then, uh, People took this the wrong way, but I remember being like, oh my God, this is like the most graphic and violent film uh, I have ever read. And I remember like reading it and feeling like really disgusted. Okay, <laughs> and, that's not a bad and thing. I, no, I mean, but now I get it and I, and I get it was a genre piece and I get like, and I met Damien and that like kind of threw that thought out the window. Cause I mean, you know, I, I love Damien to death, but, um, but I remember being like, I don't know if I could do this. Like, how do you, you know, what's the justification? And like I said, now, how many years later, I totally understand how it all works and genre and appreciate that massively. But uh, so that's how it came to me when I auditioned and Damien uh, ended up offering me the part. And so that's how I ended up being coming Vicky. Now, did you know that you were going to be in the second one? Like, did he even tell anybody that he's doing a Terrifier 2? And like, hey, uh, most of the cast or some of it is going to be carried over? Or did you find out about this like way later on? I feel like, um, you know, Damien probably had mentioned early on that there was always like a life of Art the Clown because I think I think it was always it was always th- like that epic and that kind of large scale that that character. Like I think I mean Damien, I I know always saw it. You know, I don't I I don't really think Damien shot because I think in him there was so much belief in this character and yeah. in, in himself, which is obviously how he was. You know, I, I really believe how he was able to get as far as he did. But I think he always knew. And for us, um, you just don't know if these things are going to catch or not. Um, but I didn't know. I didn't know if, because even in the first one, the original script had shifted and Vicky ended up having, staying alive. I think in the in the first original script, Vicky oh, had died okay. and he had, he had okay. shifted the ending and then it kind of shifted things. Um, and I don't remember exactly when I... I think I always kind of knew that Vicky would have an appearance. We just didn't know when, if she would just come in in terms of old footage or, you know, how big her role would be. Yeah. But, uh, and I think Damien had kind of kept that close to the best, just like even now he keeps things close to the best about, you know, what, what her exact trajectory is. But, um, but yeah, I, I did know that at some point she'd make an appearance. I just didn't know yet in like what capacity. Man, the ending of Terrifier 2 is so fucked up. <laughs> it's so yeah. fucked up. I wasn't which is, ready for that. I wasn't expecting which everyone that. Everyone keeps saying that, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't get it. Like, what's so it's, bad about it? And- <laughs> it's cool, but it's just like the imagery and just like where you are and what you're doing and, and yeah. the screams. It, it mixes all so well, and then it just ends, and you're like, I stood up and applauded at the end of that. I was just like, <laughs> what, a, what a fucking ending to the movie. That was fantastic. It, it's funny because uh, Howard Stern was talking about that scene yeah, specifically. On, that. Yeah. But I like sent, because I, you know, my family knows who Howard Stern is. So of course I'd send it to like my family group chat where my father and my brothers are in it. And I'm like, and then I listened to it and I was like, actually, maybe I don't want them hearing about my vagina. And like, because <laughs> in, in my mind, I'm like, it's such an innocent scene. Like, you know, there's just blood coming out, you know, just putting it on yeah, the wall. Well, like, I wasn't that, really, head. <laughs> I was like, it's like, what? And then all of a sudden, as I heard him describe it, I remember texting my family really quickly and be like, you know what? 
just don't yeah. listen to it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. But I'd like, so like I said, I'm slowly like, I think becoming aware of things through other people's experience of them as opposed to like my own. Cause I clearly was like, that's oh, not so bad. And then like, she literally burps the head. Yeah. I mean, like, out of, yeah. as a horror fan, I love it. You know, I love everything about this, even the bedroom scene. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. oh, it's so crazy. And, and all the, the really the boundary pushing aspects of Terrifier and Terrifier Two, also you know with how much it grossed in the box office for how long it was in theaters when it was only supposed to be a weekend, and it's yeah. still in theaters and now people are renting it, buying it. Scream box like the love and support in, for this is great. It was in theaters, but like for the weekend. But remember, it was only like two showings. So the yeah. fact that like that was also that was mind boggling to me. I was like, there's only two showings in most theaters, like per day and it's still yeah know, getting i went and much saw money. it um i think it was for both days i think i went to go see it at two different theaters near me and then the the next weekend i i went to go see it again because i just wanted to support it and just seeing the the reactions in the crowd like yeah i saw a couple walkouts i definitely did um definitely. one guy <laughs> did pass out next to me he was a couple seats um oh jesus um, next to me but he woke up like five minutes after so i was like oh okay he's a right um but um yeah it was definitely an experience and like you hear about you know like the exorcist and people are fainting and running out this was like mm-hmm. a modern day exorcist event you know and to hear and yeah. experience it for you to be in a, a film that caused that i'm sure that must feel probably really weird but also amazing like have all this like publicity and stuff of, on a film that you were a part of i, I mean it, it's surreal and i'm extremely grateful uh, and especially I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful for the opportunities it's bringing, but I mean, I'm, I really, am really happy for like Damien and all, and Phil and all those people who like uh, just, I mean, early on were, cause like, I think in the first, you, you see all the success, but you very rarely know and hear about all the stuff that like it took to get this far. And I mean, we were filming this in like 2015 and I remember we had like five, five people in the crew, like, wow doing overnights in Jersey and like, you know, in like the dead of, dead of winter at some of those nights. And, but even what they did this past, you know, just to make two, like you had a lot of people who, you know, weren't making a lot of money and giving a lot of their time and their passion and their creativity. So like, I think to see it, especially, especially like I said, for Damien, who like is a really good friend of mine and who I absolutely love to death. Like just, it's so deserving. I think so for that. And then for the fans who, have been in from day one to like come out and support in that way and then be satisfied with the second is also really beautiful because it's like nothing's more terrifying than I think like not being able to do it justice especially as a sequel but then for Damien to like and and for Lauren and all them to hit it out of the park and and to have this success is like kind of it's it's just all magical definitely went way above and beyond I think even myself Mm -hmm. I was really blown away and Dean you are too when uh when and we got the screener because we think oh, Screenbox yeah. so much for you know helping us in there. They're really close to our show, and they help us give get screeners and stuff. And they got us a screener for this, and then hooked up interviews. Oh, and yeah, and um, you know, I'm really close with some of the people over there. And actually, um, Alex, who runs all the socials, actually lives actually somewhat close to me, so um, we have a, a relationship that way as well. And to see all the success that it's getting, and also being blown away by how far Damien wanted to take this and did take it. And yeah. for, you know, talking to him and him being like, yeah, I was like pulling all nighters and even 
David's like, yeah, like I would go to bed, come back, and he's still freaking working on a set. Like what? Damien did like twenty six hour days. I mean, there was there were days wow. in which I think his body was physically like shutting down, and he still was like just pushing through. I mean, like I said, I've never met anyone who works as hard as that man. And I mean, and and but also like one thing I really love and respect about Damien is he's obviously a horror fan, and he obviously yeah, really exactly gives a shit about his fans. But uh, he's also a boundary pusher. Like he's just like. Oh, there's a line. Let's see how far I can I can go past yeah. that line, which is just like kind of, especially in this time, that's really ext- extremely terrifying to do. And he's just like, "Fuck it, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to make, and you know, and we'll see what happens." So, and uh, I want it done right. I'm gonna do him. it myself. Like, literally everything himself. Yeah. <laughs> literally everything. I noticed in in the um, when they were doing the photo ops at the Comic Con, uh, and they did the some of the shots with um, uh, David dressed up as art. And and Damien was there with him as well, and um and he was there touching him up. Was, like Damien was there touching up uh, <laughs> David's makeup yep. as art before it. Like he wouldn't let him get into the shot unless you know he was like, wait, stay still, stay still. It was perfect, like, yeah. Tweaking, you know. This is, I thought that was great, man. You could really see no, the, artist, the artist in him. He, he's an artist, and he and he loves the work, like the work. Like he's such a and he's such a fan of that type of and of the the special effects makeup and all that yeah. stuff. It's just and you yeah. see it, and it. I think that's the thing that we're not conscious of but when we see terrifier like you know it's there's so much love that gets put into his creations like yeah. and and it just it, it allows us to to also in in some sadistic way love it too yeah he just uh, has yeah. a, a great imagination and being able to put oh, yeah. what he's thinking you know in the <laughs> real world and really cement he, it and you know make it as perfect as he can and you see he, all that love in these films especially in terrifier too with the scenery with you know the bright colors the the music and just how everything is so mm. well placed and even like the the dark you know, gritty aspects of it like the bedroom scene you at the very end you got the clown cafe which is like complete polar opposite of everything else in the film it's so bright but it's also very terrifying and and gory and it's a nightmare mm-hmm. but the whole <laughs> film is a nightmare you know, oh yeah, but it's a good nightmare if that makes sense. <laughs> you know, it's a fucking ride. I will tell you, like I am a, a little pussy when it comes to watching these things. I'm like still like this, even though I know it happens. But yeah. there was nothing more enjoyable than going with my friends to the premiere and like not being able to watch it, sort of watching it, even knowing what's happening, and then looking at them and seeing them having an experience. Yeah, I feel like we're all. I mean, that's one reason why we go to the movies to have a, like a, a, an experience to feel alive. I feel like sometimes, and it is a visceral fucking ride. That uh, and just that, like thinking back, like I remember exactly that moment in which I was looking in the expressions of my friends. It's like you can't, like that's like such a gift to give people. I feel like, and yeah. and that's what it does. So it's yeah, yeah. You could tell um, even going back to I was watching All Hallows Eve the other day as well and like a lot of the, the demonic creatures in that like the monsters in that you could tell that damien was going to become you know the further in his career he was just kind of kind of you know i think art's only in that for like a, a small segment as well mm. you've seen yeah. that Dustin, right yeah i have yeah like, do you know you know like all the monsters and like the demons yeah kind of, i, I, I think like i the, saw the, all hell's eve after i watched the first terrifier because that's what like sparked yeah. it and then i realized that you know it was connected loosely. It was it was connected. It was just kind of the birth of art. I think it was Damien's way of 
seeing are people going to like this character you know that's how i, I kind of think of i remember watching that and thinking like oh man imagine what this guy could do if he had a serious budget <laughs> oh my god and look he doesn't even have a serious budget and look yeah what he, he had a small budget <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah exactly i know i mean that's yeah i mean like it's a testament to him doing a million fucking things but yeah but he's also smart because he i mean there, damien's not just like limited to art you know he has so many great ideas and so many you know avenues in which he wants to go down which he's he's spoken openly about but yeah. he listens too like he he like he listens to what's working you know and and then he kind of follows that and even like when terrifier came out and he never stopped listening even with some success he was listening for the second one and i'm sure he's reading every goddamn review at every little comment just to see yeah. like you know what's working what's not working and then like you know when we he, put uh, when we put out our our review um for terrifier he commented on everything great review guys <laughs> i was like wow how did you how did you find us this is before like, we even he's talked just to like, him at he's all he's just sitting there like he's just like you know looking no but he does he reads all of it i mean i think it's a because uh, well i mean i would be terrified i feel like to read reviews but uh <laughs> but he he i think he loves it he like loves the good he loves the bad he's like posting a lot of the bad just because he gets a kick out of it um but also yeah he's i think he's also looking like you know as well because yeah. i mean being a fan you know what you know exactly what your taste is and what you wish movies were were doing that they're not doing and that is helpful when making a film but then also like there's so many other people as well who have those have different feelings and sentiments and like you are making films for an audience so it makes got, um, a movie got a positive uh, tweet message from stephen king as well that must have been, <laughs> yeah. that must have been a serious buzz for him man seeing yeah. that oh my god i think he was like i'm done i'm dead yeah, yeah, no yeah. more terrifiers we're done, we're done everybody yeah, he's like, okay, yeah. we're good. Let's just move on. You know, that's fine. <laughs> no, I Stephen mean, King read the the books of of Terrifier. <laughs> oh my God, literally, it's like it's it's. I mean, how how much higher do you go? You don't, right? It's like no, yeah. not really. He, no, he, I, I think he really king. is the pinnacle. <laughs> he is the king. He is the king. Yeah, um, literally. <laughs> when you were kind of done shooting the movies, like, how do you feel looking back over the overall experience? You just like, wow. <laughs> Like to what it's become, and, and obviously, you know, the, we've I think, well, I mean, we know there's going to be a terrified three, yeah, so you've got all that to come as well, and all that to look forward yeah. to, and just the growth of the franchise and everything else. Like, you know, are you just like, like wow, what a crazy ride I, this is? I, I feel like it's like you still, it's been a crazy ride because, like, we, like I say, I said, we started in like 2015, 2016, so it was funny when the when Terrifier had success, as personally, I felt like a little far removed from it because I had only done like two days. So I was like, oh, that was like so long ago that we were really in it. Um, but it's like exciting. And like I, for all the reasons I had explained earlier, but it's still like kind of hard to process. And like I said, I, I've been trying to process it through other people. And I think being like, oh, it's kind of crazy. Like, what do you think of that? You know, and yeah. like oh, Stephen King tweeted, like, what do you think of that? You know what I mean? Because I, like, I, yeah. I can't like, I can't compute it for some reason and I don't I don't, I don't maybe that's the common thing when things like this get to that level it's yeah. like kind of hard to fathom overwhelming, but, um, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and like still I don't like my brain's still like 10 million in the box office like what does that yeah, mean you know crazy. what I mean like yeah like and off a $250,000 budget like you know and yeah. and yeah and like the third one and like what's that gonna look like is that gonna you know how you know and and what and you know not necessarily knowing like i know that vicky does 
have an appearance in the third, but like to what capacity and like, you know, and, and yeah. even just that story, like I know Damien in his mind, it's so big. So it's kind of like, I'm just kind of letting go and, you know, and, yeah. and, and just enjoying the ride, but it's so hard to even, yeah. like I said, process it well, at all. I wanted to ask you, say Damien came to you, like, okay, I'm writing Terrifier 3, but I wanted you to write with what Victoria does in this. So if he came up to you and he asked you that question, like, I'm giving you so-and-so uh, mini scenes or whatever, maybe, or, or whatever you want, what would you want to happen with Victoria in Terrifier 3? <laughs> Um, there's something that I kept re I have no idea, by the way, no clue. And obviously like, I would never, I would never recommend yeah. Damien anything. I'd be like, you just do your thing, Damien. Um, <laughs> but I guess personally just being connected to the character, um, I think what's really exciting to me about Victoria, I think for any actor is here's a person who was sort of a final girl and a and a hero in her own right, you know, yeah. trying to survive and, and, and persevere. But I think what the juiciest thing about Vicky is that she's kind of descending into madness. Oh, for sure. Mm. For sure. So it's so there's something that's like, ooh, as an actor, I'm like, ooh, you know, what is that? Like, how does she become maybe a villain or, you know, but then there is the degree to which she still is, I would like to believe, is holding on to some sort of humanity. So, I mean, what I would love to see is, you know, what has happened? How far does she go into this descent into madness? But then, like, mm. You know, is there a part of her that still exists where the light still exists? And what I would really love to see is some flashbacks. <laughs> so, oh. my, so my face can fucking be intact at some point. Yeah, like of the way movie. back when. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my my vain self is just like, can we get a scene with Tara and Vicky? Because I love Jenna too. Um, back in the day, <laughs> even though I'm older now. Uh <laughs> So that I don't have to wear that prosthetic every fucking day. <laughs> you hear that, Damien? She doesn't want to wear it yeah. anymore. <laughs> no, I'll wear. I'll wear it for him. CGI wear it that in, thing. Yeah, I'll he would never do that. Million, no, and I would never. I would. I would wear it a million <laughs> times if he asked me to. So, but uh, but secretly, I've 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 expressed this to him a lot. I'm like, just like a scene, <laughs> just one. But no, yeah. Any work on the third installment like already begun? Do you know if he's kind of working on the script or uh, I, just, just some ideas knocking around? Or I suppose you can't really say too much, but well, I don't know. I honestly I don't I, know. He Damien always kept it, kept all these things close to the vest. Yeah. I know he had like I know he said before in an interview, and he said um, when we've been around that he has like it's outlined, like he has already in his mind. He know and and he yeah. and he had to have it in his mind to know how to end two anyway yeah right right yeah so he, he wrote two with three and potentially a fourth in mind um but you know you never know how these things kind of evolve because so much of the first and second film had evolved too but i i just yeah. don't know what i just don't know what it is i do know that he has said it's gonna start where it ended yeah but yeah so, but what that means i have no fucking idea <laughs> i think what we need is a spin-off movie of just victoria oh god <laughs> <laughs> that would be very interesting. I was like, would it be comedic? Would it be like, you know, like maybe a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> that would be very oh, interesting. God. <laughs> now, there's I one thing that I've been thinking about that this is really, really weird. There's like another like uh, fan um, theory, but my own personal is what if you and Sienna are related in some sort of weird way? I've no? heard that. 
Like I've heard, that's, I've heard that theory. Yeah. I've been thinking that, and it's like, wh- how would that even look? Like, what would happen? Like, who would you even be? Like, yeah, a lost aunt or something crazy like that? Because mm-hmm. you know, eventually, two are gonna meet. You know, like th- it, it has to happen, and and art has to be there, and, and there's so many crazy things this is bigger than like the mcu like i'm sorry but this whole like this terrifier <laughs> I'm super universe... excited. like it gets me so excited because i i like i said i i started reading up uh of the like i get really excited by the, the character theories and stuff like that that's yeah. what gets me excited like i'm like reviews i don't want to read the reviews but like when people start like throwing out their theories i wish i knew i literally have no idea um so it's not even me just being like i have no idea and i'm, yeah. I'm not allowed to say i have no idea what I guess Damien that's a good knows. thing, though, because then everybody gets surprised, <laughs> you yeah. know? Well, and I imagine, like, Vicky wouldn't know that anyway, you yeah. know, if they were. So it'd be like, you know, so it's not necessary that I would need to know that. Um, but, I mean, there's, I mean, I know Damien knows and who knows where his mind's going. And I think it's going to it's gonna be better and bigger than anything that I could have ever thought of. So I'm definitely like, I'm like, let's go the wheel and just let him, let him steer. <laughs> I can't, I can't wait. Damien, take can't. the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> There's just, there's so much that he could do with this and and do so many other like spin off things if you really wanted and create like a mention a terrifier show like having him like a full like Netflix show or something on Screenbox of it being mm-hmm. a mini series like that would be awesome like little um that would work man that would definitely work oh like this like dive into like all the other characters that have died but like go into like their past and like how they you know came into this like so cool. I mean, I believe it's possible now that it's had so much success. I feel like yeah. they, they're probably thinking on these things. I keep hearing that the people want um, there to be like a video game or. Oh, yeah, that's of... that's what's been yeah. um, a big campaign lately is getting into like Dead by yeah. Daylight or something like that. Yeah. Really, really big. <laughs> it's it's going to happen. Yeah. And anybody, everybody listening and watching, it, it, it will happen eventually. It's just a lot of this stuff yeah. does take time. Like, you know, like a movie, it takes some time. Six um, years, right? <laughs> <laughs> for part two yeah oh. i know well who knows who knows when the third i'm excited for the third who knows when uh i don't even know when that's projected to be all right damien's gonna call you tonight but... and be like we're starting filming tomorrow so get ready gonna come I'd be out like, next year. tell me where i was like i said to damien even if i'm not in the film i will go get you coffee like i'll do anything for that man <laughs> so, so awesome but, yeah uh, dean i don't know if you have any other questions you want to uh throw to the board well, you uh, got a couple. Uh, besides Terrifier, what else? What else are you working on? What else have you got lined up? What else are you doing? I am mainly directing. Yeah. I am. I just. I'm in post of three films. I uh, did two short films and a music video recently. So I'm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm in post of those, and then my 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 plan, even though plans always change, was to kind of do two short films, and then I'm hoping to be in pre-production of my feature which i've uh, written the rough draft so it's not even it's not even fully ready to be sent to anyone but uh my next two months are basically getting that so that's it's awesome. in a form to send to people so that's that's the that's what's on the docket i'm uh very much in post and hoping to start on my first feature that's so awesome so. i love short yeah. films so for you to be doing short films that's awesome I'll i love have it to, i'll have to look into them and watch them because I want to support everything everybody does in the Terrifier family, yeah. not just yeah. watching the Terrifier films, but seeing every, everybody else's yeah. work and their own creative minds. It's awesome. And I feel like it's, it's, Damien's it's a great pushing a lot of people yeah. to do 
know, more creative things outside of Terrifier. You know? Yeah, no, he's he's a massive supporter. He's massively supported me, like, uh, you know, the, ever since I've known him, especially on this past film that I did that was psychological horror, because, of course, I was like, Damien, I need to talk to one person, and it's <laughs> you, uh, especially with the horror genre. Um, but, uh, and he was massively influential on that, on that, on that film. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. And, and short films are amazing because it's a great opportunity. It's financially horrifying, but it's a great opportunity <laughs> yeah. to like yeah. to work out and to grow as a, as an artist. So, yeah. I mean, if you can make a short film and you can do something in like five minutes or even like shorter than that, it's, there's like, I saw a short film at a, um, a festival. Um, it was a very, very small festival near me and it was a 15 second short film. Oh, Jesus. And it was yeah. amazing. <laughs> Listen, if you can do a 15 second, that's what, coming from commercials, because I'm rep commercially, I'm like, you know, there's a lot of reasons not to do commercials, which I could tell you all those reasons. But I'll say if you can figure out how to tell a story in 15, 30 seconds, whatever, like that is not no easy feat. Yeah, so, it was, I yeah. forget what it was called, but it was like so a guy. 15 se second short film, like, damn. Yeah, it was crazy. I forget what it was called or, like, really what happened because it, it was so short that I haven't I haven't watched it uh, again since. But it was like he was sitting in, like, a, a it was a horror short. They were, these were all mm -hmm. horror ones. He was sitting in uh, some sort of, like, cubicle or something and, like, this shit just went really bad really fast. <laughs> and then it ended. <laughs> I really I like, want, wait, if you find out what that is, let me know. I'm yeah, like, I want to say that. Yeah, I'm going to have to find it and, and send it to you for sure. Because um, it was, I th it, was a, it was either 15 or 30 seconds. It was really, really, really short, but it was great. It was better than a lot of like the other short films I saw. There was a short film that was like a half hour. And honestly, it was not good at all. It has to be kind of amazing, I think, for it to be uh, a certain length. I think after you hit a certain length, yeah. you really got to hit it out of the park. Yeah. Otherwise, it, how do you justify? It was it's trying to spend too much time on characters, and then the the ending just fell really flat. And I was like, Ugh, okay, whatever. I think that with Terrified Two was like well, like two and a half hours, it, but it was so good it didn't feel that long yeah. at all. You know, I was like two and a half hours. It went by so fast, and yeah. I, and I had seen it. I had seen it outside of the theater earlier yeah. and then i saw it in the theater and i was like and that's i think everyone was like two and a half hours was a horror film should never or any movie should never be that long and yeah it went by it goes super fast. quick but i think that's because it's such a good movie there's not a dull yeah. moment in it it's just like it's just all badass definitely. yeah i mean damien definitely knows how to how to bring you along for the ride like it's just yeah, yeah. you see so definitely come into it like, with the storytelling as well you know it's kind of definitely realms ahead of the first with the storytelling you see he's kind of come into his own with that yeah, yeah. definitely yeah no and i'm I guess... excited for the third yeah me too <laughs> yeah. very, very i'm like much. how the hell is he gonna top the second one which means he's already thinking yeah some crazy shit <laughs> some weird in, in some weird way um i've been kind of uh putting him next to like clive barker and like his storytelling and you know how he makes his movies and stuff i, I feel like he's like the modern day clive barker really think of it how he kind of creates these crazy stories and they're all very visceral but there's such a great story at the heart of it all and there's a bunch of you know crap going on uh, on you know the surface level and everything but like if you really dig down deep and you realize the, the meanings if you can pull any if you can you know figure out you know ties and whatnot as terrifier and terrifier too they leave a lot of questions they answer some but there's yeah. still a shit ton of questions and it's kind of like that 
with uh, you know like Hellraiser films or um, um, Nightbreed as well. Like this, just so many yeah. really really cool things. Um, well, I think and, with Damien, Damien, it's like if you don't if you haven't watched his interviews, you might just assume watching a Terrifier movie that it's on a surface level just very violent. Yeah. But Damien is like a very deep person. Yeah. Like, like we've, I mean, he watches, we're both like weird, like geeks when it comes to watching like six hour God debates on like, you know, debates with like existentialists on like, <laughs> on like YouTube. And Damien's like nerds out on that stuff. Like he, yeah. he's an avid reader and he's an avid searcher. And, and so I think like when you know Damien, you're like, it's a, he's a very deep person. And there's all this like sy- symbology that's like, you know, infused in the film that, some people are picking up on it. Most people might not, um, but he's, he's working in that way. And there's a lot of like depth and layers yeah. to what he's doing, um, which I think is what also sets him apart, which most people aren't aware of. Cause they just, you know, they didn't never watch the interview. They don't know him personally, Yeah, yeah. but he's got a lot going on. Yeah, he's I mean, that's what makes such him a smart really guy. Smart. Yeah. Um, Dean, I don't know if you have anything else, but I think I pretty much shot all of my questions. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. I was just I was searching up some of the other stuff you've done and I come across a movie called Demon Hole. Oh, oh yeah. I Demon saw that one that. too. I was very young when that when I did that film. I love that title. That's so... <laughs> <laughs> Literally that title that title. I did that yeah, a couple years before I did Terrifier, so it was like early twenties. Cool. One of oh, my yeah. first one of my first films. <laughs> we need more cheese. More cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Definitely. But, you know, yeah. Samantha, this has been this has been great. And, you know, I thank you and Dean thanks you. And everybody listening and watching, we yeah. thank you for taking some time out of your day to come chat with us on this little podcast. And Dean, thank you for seeing her at For Love of Horror as again. Otherwise, <laughs> this probably would not have happened. Uh, I probably would have. Yeah, you know. never know. You could have emailed me. You yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> maybe I would have found you. I would have probably either found you or messaged David or Damien and been like, yo, what's uh, what's. <laughs> what where can I find? No, I, I'm I'm grateful. I'm I'm so thankful. This has been so much fun, and it's been a pleasure chatting with you and and you know meeting you guys. So yeah, it's been great, and I'm Thank sure you. we'll be talking yeah, again for any other projects um and whatnot. You know, there's so many things going on, and I want to look at your other projects and and talk about them with you or whatever. Maybe even Dean and I will review them over here. Who knows? <laughs> oh yeah, but they have to be horror, right? <laughs> Not necessarily. It can. I mean, some, tread the some line. of them are horrifying because they're you know very realistic, but uh, <laughs> but in, in, a, yeah. in a yeah one of those those ways. But uh, but no, um, no, I'd love that, and and definitely keep in touch. And if I would love to come back on at some point. Um, oh yeah, and um, another thing that we do that I try to you know um say to our guests as well is like we do obviously movie reviews, and if there's ever a movie that you want to review, um. Let me know, or I can send you a list, and we can get you on, and we can chat about something other than Terrifier. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> you know? cool. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we I can always that. do that. Um, another thing that's really cool that I'm so excited for, and when I told Dean this was happening, he got really excited. Um, we are getting an early uh, copy of The Mean One, so we can review that oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and... Um, David's been on our show twice um, this year, so I'm trying to get him on again so we can talk about that, so he can take a break from Terrifier for a little yeah. bit and talk about the Grinch. Oh my God, yeah, he would love. He would. I'm sure he would love that. And also, I was just talking to someone the other day. I was like, "Has it come out yet?" But it hasn't. But I'm excited 
to support him. Yep, I uh, think in about a week or so. It's like the eighth or the ninth. It's coming out in theaters, yeah. which is also that's also another crazy. That's thing. wild. Yeah, this lower budget, I think, than Terrifier too. And looking at the trailer, it just it looks so cheesy. I love it. Uh, he's so perfect. Yeah, but I, Terrifier like opened a door, like for people to be like, oh, these indie indie films can draw an audience. Exactly. So it's kind of exci- it's exciting. Yeah. Exactly. He's no. so perfectly cast for that role as well. I think you know he's so animated, isn't he? Like, and he you know, literally. I mean, I don't know if you saw. You know, when he came, was it when, when? Oh no, when he he for the premiere in New York. I thought it was for the love of horror. He came dressed up as a Joker. As a Joker. Yeah, yeah he looks so good. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, he's so he's so he's he's amazing. I love David. <laughs> he's he's a character in the best way. <laughs> he's such a Actually, nice I've been, guy. Too. I've been following following him on. Um, I think we sort of. I friend requested him ages and ages and ages ago on on Facebook. I think it was um, like way before Terrifier was even successful. And I've kind of just sort of been following, you know, his posts and just sort of, you know, just watch him sort of grow into this kind of horror icon. You know, just yeah, yeah it's crazy to see how far he's come. Um, the good but, thing is, he's still a sweetheart. He still cool feels like he, yeah, still, he still cool. feels like David when we were in 2015, like you know, just yeah. chatting away and kind and funny and yeah. yeah you don't really get too many people like that nowadays, especially no, when they start really getting don't. success. They they lose the humbleness and get a little bit more serious and whatnot. Oh but, yeah. man, those lines get blurred real quick sometimes. We, we I, I work I work at a lot of comic cons and horror cons and stuff, and yeah, you you can see the difference. <laughs> yeah, you're like you're an yeah. asshole. That's like oh a- god, yeah, it's a lot of them. You're like yeah, I don't like this anymore. Yeah, yeah, he was super cool. Now he was very friendly, very very cool. Nah, he is. He really is. And that's yeah, all you guys were. Damien was as well. He was really really cool guy. Oh yeah, I said the best people. That's why it's kind of exciting because, like I said, it's exciting to watch because even and like I said, Lauren, it's like the best yeah. people, the nicest people, like all the success and still humble and still yeah. you know kind. So perfect, but, yeah. yeah. And I can't wait to see Terrifier three and all the other projects that everybody's doing. I know Damien said he's going to be working on I think something before Terrifier three to kind of break break up everything. So I'm excited yeah. for whatever project that may be. Um, to check out mm. your short films and and all the other films that you have in your your mind that you want to do, we will will <laughs> so be there things. and support all of you. And Samantha, thank you so much for being here oh. again. Well, thank yeah, you guys, thank you. I appreciate it. And um, this is us signing off, and uh, you know, continuing this Terrifier two train as much as possible, so nobody forgets about it. <laughs> so this was the Baron's Hideout podcast. We thank all of you guys for listening and supporting, and we'll catch you next time.